0: You're listening to Run With The Bulls, a podcast discussing a unique approach to everyday finance with everyday people. Run With The Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro, a financial wellness company. Now your hosts, author Danny Kofke and the royalty of financial wellness, Whitney Queen. Welcome to Run With The Bulls. My name is Danny Kofke and I'm a motivational mentor with Mentoro. I'm joined by the president of Mentoro, Whitney Queen.
1: Hey, Whit. Hey, Danny. And hello to everyone listening. So today's topic is an especially fun one
0: for me. Right, I got a little teaser for you. Who
1: let the dog
0: sound?
1: Who let the dog sound?
0: Who'd you think? What'd you think?
1: I think that it sounds exactly like what a Georgia fan would do. <laughs>
0: You mean champions? Is that That's what you probably meant to say, the, the okay. national champion Georgia fans. Okay, go, go <laughs> on, go on.
1: <laughs> so, as I'm sure you all could guess, we are going to talk about our furry friends yes. today and all of the costs associated with them. And to help us out, we are joined by our good friend and teammate, John Chione. We like to call him our resident expert, and you'll see why as we get into the episode. Hey,
2: John. Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having me, and Honored to be the uh, local zookeeper that's coming into. <laughs> heck yeah! Happy <heck. laughs>
0: stories. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So in addition to spreading financial literacy, you also have some pets at home. Can you tell us a little bit about your pets?
2: Yeah. So it's funny. I ended up with uh, uh, my fiance has a rabbit, and so uh-huh. rabbits need companionship. So then we ended up with two rabbits, okay. and we have a hamster, and we also just uh, last year got a Boston Terrier, which uh, for anyone who knows about dogs, I mean, there's a certain expectation you have with dogs, but when you have a Boston Terrier, they're so wild and so energetic, and you go to the dog park and everyone's like, oh, look, that's very Boston of them, and you know, no one told me this before we got them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do they go, does the Boston Terrier get along with the rabbits? Yeah, like? actually, they, uh, they they do. They all get along pretty well. Rabbits are either bonded or not bonded. Our rabbits aren't bonded, but everyone's pretty... Okay. Uh, so they get along friendly. okay? They're, yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Very nice. So,
0: you know, at at my house, there are times that I feel like I live at a zoo myself. So we have two dogs and four cats. And, you know, we had one dog for a while. And then someone's like, oh, you got to have dogs for the kids. And then all these cats, I don't know. It's just two of the cats are my oldest daughters. I'm hoping... One, not next year because she'll live in the dorm. But after that, she's in an the apartment. They go with her. But uh, but yeah, I mean it. Uh, you know, pets. We don't think about it, but they can definitely add up. And, and Whitney, I know you have a couple pets at home too.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling a little inadequate compared to you guys because I only have a cat and a dog. Well, I mean, you know, that's
0: it's okay. More will come, more will come, I'm sure. Yeah, they but, totally
2: add up over. Time. That's right,
0: that's right. But, I mean, all kidding aside, I actually think you are the smart one here, Whitney. Um, you know, I love all my animals, but these little guys can cost us a lot of money. Oh, yeah. So, so Whitney, if your dog lived to be 10 years old, guess how much it will cost you on average?
1: Oh my gosh! I don't think I want to. Are we talking dog years or human
0: years? <laughs> yeah, right. No, uh, human human years. How much okay. you think?
1: I'm going to go conservatively, as I usually do, and say three thousand.
2: Okay, all right, John. How about you? What do you think? Well, uh, someone gave me the rule of thumb and said, if you think it's going to cost this, double it. Okay. Yeah. And then double it again. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'll go a little higher, maybe closer to ten thousand. Ten thousand. Okay but you both are too
0: low. Yikes, and I would have thought 10000 yeah, it's up there, but how does $16,500 sound?
2: Uh, yeah,
0: that's insane. Yes, yes. So you think, I mean, and it just adds up, but we start off with some of those initial expenses when we get a pet, things like adoption fees, food and water bowls, neutering. Actually, my dog is getting fixed today as we speak at the vet right now getting fixed. So there you go. Ironically, that we're doing this episode. But, you know, those initial exams, collars, leashes, all those kind of things that we when we first get a pet.
1: Okay, fair. So all that's starting to make sense. And I'm kind of starting to tally it up in my mind Uh now. And, you know, that's not even all. Uh, Then we have other expenses like food, vaccines. You have the routine care, monthly medications, especially for my house, mm-hmm. treats and toys. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot there.
2: One thing that we have encountered a lot that we weren't expecting when we got our pets, uh, especially the dog, was all the boarding fees mm-hmm. and the daycare fees. We both work, there are times where we travel and we can't, right. can't bring a dog everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so it might seem like it's only like 30 bucks for an afternoon or maybe $50 for overnight, when it's one night, that doesn't seem like a big deal, but if you're going to be gone for a week, those things quickly add up. And then yes. if you have the dog at, at boarding, and need someone to feed the rabbits, before you know it, it becomes extremely expensive and almost costs as much to have them on your vacation yeah. while you're doing your vacation, you're right. you know? Well, you're right.
1: and I don't know if it's like this where you guys board your pets, but um, at our place, they're like, and did Warner want the evening ice cream? And does he want to go swimming on Saturday? They have so many things now, and yeah. I'm like, how about one or just sits in the kennel
2: all day? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> runs outside and chases a ball.
1: I mean, you know, I don't
2: know. Ours yeah. <laughs> yeah. is very much like that, where there's the uh, bronze, silver, and gold package, oh, and is. you're like, well, oh, you're Ooh. only going to give them the bronze. For, this to be yeah, what do a do. horrible oh, like, pet <laughs> owner you
0: are. You don't love your dog. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, and, and you know, we do think about these things. So a big thing for me was like the grooming, like not even realize in every you know couple months the grooming, but I have left out the most important expense of all, Mm. Halloween costumes. I know. I know we laugh, but laugh all you want. But in 2019, Americans spent $490 million on costumes for their pets. Almost half a
1: billion dollars. That is wild. (laughs) And uh, no pun intended there, but seriously, who knew?
0: Who knew? Right. Take a guess what the most popular costumes are. Uh, Snoopy. Okay, okay, I like it, yeah, yeah. But I do love, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, but uh nope, nope, it's not Snoopy. The most popular costumes are pumpkin, followed by hot dog, and then superhero.
2: Interesting, okay, guilty as charged. Josie, our Boston Terrier, was a hot dog, not a hot dog, a taco. A taco, okay. okay. So we're guilty, we paid probably... to put our dog into a taco classroom that she just chewed on for 10
0: minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a baby when they spit up on all their – I mean, but, you know, it's one of those things. And we're kind of joking. I mean, it does sound like a lot. But I do remember before we had kids and we had a dog. I mean, it is – it's a little different. As, you know, for us now with two kids, one going to college – Do I spend as much on the ant? No, because I have humans I got to take care of. So it's kind of all relative. But I think, you know, kind of just pointing out a lot of times when we do buy pets, we don't really think about all the costs that are associated with them.
1: 100%. um, And, you know, I'm super boring fun sponge over here because I... Don't do anything for Warner. He usually just goes as a golden retriever for Halloween, and we call it good.
0: Poor guy. I know. I remember when I came to your house, he did look a little
1: depressed. Yeah, probably so mistreated. It
0: was, because it was like beginning of September, and I think he saw all the other people in your neighborhood going out Halloween costume shopping for their dogs, and... Poor Warner, he was just kind of in the corner, just kind of laying there, poor guy. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, it is one of those things that we can, you know, I think for this episode, you know, we've kind of been joking and stuff, and, and we are going to kind of get into some more serious stuff. But I think it's just an overall, when we think about when we buy pets, it's almost, it's kind of like sometimes when you have a baby, you're like, oh, they're so cute, and at the beginning, but we don't think about long-term all the costs that are actually associated with them.
1: 100% the day in, day out, yeah. So here are some interesting stats to ponder as we go into our first break. These are pretty crazy. Okay. So over half of American households have pets. 36% of those are owning dogs Mm -hmm. and 30% are owning cats. Okay. So think about that. Like 500 of the thousand of you listening today have pets. That's That's a lot of pets. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so then 45% of pet owners regularly buy their pet a birthday present.
2: John, I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah. We have a birthday party. It's not just presents. <laughs> I like it. I like it.
1: Uh, would these be called Paul teams? <laughs> Yes, Yes. I've, I've been to one or two of those. <laughs> so I'll leave you with the uh, the wildest one so far, and that's that $62.75 billion was the total expenditure on pets in the year 2016. Wow. 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 That is fascinating, right? Yes. yes. So coming up after the break, something a little more serious, as Danny alluded to, that we all have experienced.
0: Welcome back to Run With The Bulls. So before the break we were discussing some of the more fun expenses when it comes to our pets however just like with humans sometimes our pets need emergency care whitney i know you've experienced this so can you tell us about a recent experience you had with phoenix your cat
1: yes um and so for those of you listening in season one you got to hear this kind of lab in action as it was happening but my cat phoenix who is an older cat um, got really, really sick all of a sudden. As in, I woke up at 4 a.m. one morning to my dog panting and kind of notifying me that something's going on. And sure enough, yeah. Phoenix was having a grand mal seizure. Yeah. So thankfully, my husband was in animal health care at the time and had some connections at a, an emergency vet hospital. And so we were able to go and get Phoenix in and get him taken care of. But he spent about seven days yeah. In uh, the pet ER, there. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, now he is happy and good. But man, it was not only scary, yeah. but extremely expensive no, in, so. uh, to get him the care that was needed.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, is he back to like 100% normal or is it still 80? What would you guess?
1: Yeah, I would say he's probably back to like. 80%. Okay. 80%. Cause I remember how
0: dicey it was like, wasn't moving or
1: right. Yeah, so now, okay. So that's good. Yeah. When we okay. brought him home, he didn't have movement in his back legs oh, and scary. it was, he wasn't really eating, but, um, we got the right medicine dosage for him. And so, yeah, he's, he's happy. Oh,
2: good. Good. I think any, anytime we find ourselves in that situation, you don't think about money or the expenses and you just react to it as you want to take care of them. So, um, we don't often anticipate what it's going to cost and then after we get the bill, yeah. it's pretty surprising. Yeah. Nothing breaks my heart more than seeing an animal. Oh, it's just so
1: oh in pain because so they can't say anything. Yeah. It's got to be like having a baby when they, you know, you know something's going on, but you yeah. can't really tell what it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. We had uh, we've actually had two two situations like that. Uh, one involving the rabbits, and uh, I won't make it too gruesome, but basically, one of the rabbits had bit the other one, which required stitches, and it was. It was pretty bad and it happened late at night so it was actually I think it was around 11 p.m. or midnight when it happened and uh, it was a situation where you knew they needed medical attention and aside from just talking about finances and expenses like knowing where to take them who's who can take care of rabbits is really important because not everyone can take care of every type of situation so we were able to get um, 5-hour rabbit stitched up. She was fine. Uh, she's good now, completely 100%, but uh, definitely didn't anticipate that expense. That was one. And then Josie, our boss interior, so we had scheduled her to get spayed as mm-hmm. as normal. And sometimes with young puppies, they can go into heat early and have complications. Right. So she had a whole slew of complications prior to her spay. And so when I was thinking back on what you mentioned about the lifetime expense and thinking of... Uh, over 10 years, $16,000 was $1,600 a year. I think just through a couple of those complications, we already right. passed that expense for the first year that we've had her. So yeah. totally, uh, totally believable. Um, and again, luckily everything's okay and you're not going to say no to the care of your pets. Yeah. But uh, that was a situation we definitely didn't anticipate when we got her. And, um, was a big hit out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I had one. It was uh, last fall. So we have uh, one of our dogs, is a Labradoodle, Evie, and we've gotten her last year for, for my youngest daughter. So I got home from work. So I was here in the office and um, throw home. So I usually get home, you know, around six o'clock and she's usually all excited to see me and just laying there on the ground, like, what's going on? And like, was just shaking, almost like having a seizure. We're like, what? what's happening? And then she actually urinated like all over herself and we're like, okay, this is, you know, something's wrong. So uh took her of course to the emergency vet cuz our normal vet wasn't open mm-hmm. and uh, so they they ran some tests on her and take a guess of what you think uh, was wrong with poor Evie anyone
2: mm-hmm. uh, no no clue but maybe she uh, ate something <laughs> Here it is like a high, like, a high, like
0: a high, la, la, la. Yeah, she got into something and she was high. Oh, it was so wonderful. So yes, they had to keep her all night. They had to had to give her IVs and stuff and then in the morning perfectly fine, though she did sleep a lot and she ate a bowl of, bowl of Cheetos. But uh, other than that, <laughs> she was good to go. She
1: just got the munchies. Where in the world did she get a hold of something like that? I, I, mean, I think
0: it, <laughs> it wasn't me, Whitney, if that's what you're implying. <laughs> uh, I think it may have been something in the yard. I have no idea. We looked all around, but uh, but yeah. But, One of those things definitely uh, wasn't anticipating that $700 bill, but yeah, it was scary. I mean, it was touch and go because when you see her like shaking and then now we laugh about it afterwards, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we could see what happened. But yeah, definitely scary.
1: You know, something to think about as it relates to these stories, although they're funny now in the heat of them, as John suggested, you know, they're really scary and you, you would think I don't want to deny my pet what they need. I want to get them where they need to be. I want to get them taken care of and and back to 100%. Unfortunately, because it costs so much, those are not always the steps that people take. Right. Um, they either just say, you know, oh, the dog will be fine, you know, put it outside or something like that and see what happens. Or, you know, they um, have to kind of take more drastic measures Mm -hmm. because that Mm -hmm. usually ends up being less expensive.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So, you know, you you have to do what you have to do. But again, it kind of is a, a nice reminder that when you take on the responsibility of a pet, what all you really need to have in place to support that. Sure. I mean, we talk about it on the show,
0: you know, and that's why it mentorial exists is financial literacy and to help people. And, you know, a lot of people don't have pet expenses in mind. So it may be something that we've talked about building a savings account and kind of having those subcategories for vacations and holidays. Maybe have one for a pet, like pet emergency, and just put 50 bucks aside a month or whatever it is. And then when these things, because they will, if you have a pet, Something is probably going to happen and then you have that money set aside that you can properly care for him yeah, or her.
2: Yeah, and we we definitely found ourselves in a situation similar to that where we're like starting to look ahead. So when Josie had her medical problem, not only did we have to get her medication and, and do it more complicated surgery that cost more, but then she was not eligible for certain medications and couldn't go to the normal boarding. So we had to board her in a way that was much more expensive. And so it was a compounding uh costs that just kept going for a while, and this probably affected us for two to three months before we had everything resolved. So we thought, oh, we'll just push, push our surgery back. It might cost $200 more, but it, that's not what it was. There was actually multiple layers of it that, uh, had we not been prepared, could have been very difficult for, for us to afford. Yeah,
1: yeah, completely. yeah um, it, it would have been a very similar situation for Phoenix when he got sick last year, and we did have to kind of take a look at the budget. Knowing what his ongoing care was going to be like, but, you know, not to get too grim, you know, it also brings up those conversations of, okay, well, where does quality of life meet budget and how do we plan this out? What are the thresholds that we're willing to cross Mm -hmm. um, and how does that relate to selfishness and all these different things that you have to think about? Bringing up some of those additional expenses also reminds me of some newer benefits that have come about, and that's pet insurance. Mm-hmm. Have either of you? I'm curious, ever taken advantage of pet insurance, um, either through an employer or through the vet themselves? I have not,
2: no. so I, I haven't personally. And but it's something that we've actually been looking into recently, and in that. You know, shame on us, but it's one of those things that kind of gets pushed aside as you're thinking about other things. But we've been talking about it because I do have a friend who had a dog that was injured by, from getting hit by a car. And they did have pet insurance, and it did help them a lot. Okay. So they were a huge advocate and kind of were telling us about their experience where something that would have cost several thousands of dollars um, wasn't free or cheap, <clears throat> but it was far less expensive sure. than mm-hmm. what it could have been.
1: Did we use it um, for both of our pets. And it's it's a small monthly fee, okay. but it's very, very helpful, especially for um, a really big Rembouches golden retriever <laughs> and um, an elderly cat. It makes it much easier when we have to deal with teeth cleanings uh-huh. and, you know, oh. all those regular things that pop up every year. So uh-huh. um, I don't know that it's something that is for everybody, but it's definitely a newer tool that's out there mm-hmm. that I think is pretty helpful.
2: Certainly sure. worth looking into. Sure, sure.
0: So, I mean, we've kind of been talking about, you know, all the different aspects of pets and money-wise, but did you know that there are people that actually leave money to their pets and their wills? So coming up next, a story you may not believe. Welcome back. So we have been discussing the cost of owning a pet. Some become so attached to their little friends, they actually leave them something after they pass. John and Whitney, did you know that one person actually left their dog $12 million? Yeah. <laughs> Does a
2: dog know how to balance a checkbook?
0: I don't know. I mean, we can sign him up for Mentoro, that's for sure. But Leona Hemsley was an American businesswoman best known for her flamboyant personality and her controlling behavior.
1: You know, now that you mention it, I do think I've heard of her. Wasn't she like really mean um, and she was known for owning real estate or something like that? Yeah, yeah, right on. So, in fact, she earned the nickname
0: Queen of Mean. With her husband, Harry, they built a New York real estate empire that included the Empire State Building.
1: Huh, okay, so I'm remembering this. Uh, and wasn't it that despite having a net worth exceeding $1 billion, She was convicted of, like, tax evasion and served, you know, like, a year and a half or so in prison. Yes, yes. And, you know, ironically
0: enough, she reported to prison on April 15th, 1992, which just so happens to be tax day. (laughs) So, Leona, she ended up dying in 2007. And in her will, she left her white Maltese named Trouble a $12 million trust fund.
2: I think it's funny that the dog is called Trouble and then tossed her... $12 Twelve million after yeah, yeah, her family. Twelve million after yeah. right, right Yeah, yeah. I wonder what kind of toys that dog gets. You know, you go to the pet store and they have the two dollar toys and they have like the twenty dollar toys. Like, what what kind of toys do we not know about there? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm sure at the the spa she got the gold treatment or when she was yeah. boarded. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She gets
1: the evening ice cream, I
0: bet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Probably lunch and breakfast too. <laughs> but uh, but trouble lived at the Helmsley Sandcastle Hotel in Florida and actually received several death threats. So I think they came from some jealous alley cats. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: So Trouble's caretaker stated that Trouble had $8,000 a year to spend on grooming <laughs> and $100,000 a year on security. Um, okay. So we think it was like pit bulls or Doberman Pinschers that were <laughs> yeah. the bodyguard. Yeah, I think
0: probably a mixture of both. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I know. I know. So I actually have one of my dogs, I told you Evie was a a Labradoodle, so we have a white Maltese named Axel. So Axel, if you're listening to this, bud, I'm just gonna tell you, I love you, I enjoy taking walks with you, we throw the ball in the backyard, but if I die before you do, you are getting nothing from me, so you better milk it all you can right now. I'm sorry, bud, but uh, yeah, not going to you.
1: on a sad note, um, I guess a judge did declare that Hemsley was uh, mentally unfit when she executed. You think? (laughs) Right? Uh, So Trouble's $12 million trust fund was reduced to. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. How did
0: did Trouble get by? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So Trouble did end up passing in 2010 at the age of 12. Although she did not get what was initially left for her, we all know this story has a happy ending since all dogs go to heaven.
1: Oh, yes, they do. What's more is not all dogs like trouble uh, are left with a fortune in place to handle their expenses. So uh, as we have talked about today, that all falls on us. Mm-hmm. So remember, when you're considering getting a pet, do you consider the budget you know, for the whole lifespan. And as we're kind of talking about that lifespan piece of it. We've talked about the expenses while they're living and we're enjoying them. But legacy is another aspect of this uh, when a pet passes because, you know, we we don't have the same types of resources as we do when people pass. But there are definitely things that you have to do and steps you have to take. So, you know, I know for me growing up in South Alabama, if we had a pet pass away, we, you know, put it in a box, and went out in the backyard. Mm -hmm. You had a little thing on the tree, but what do you do if you live in a big city in a condo?
0: Walmart bag into the dumpster. Oh my god! I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. What do you do? What can you do?
1: Well, I was thinking something more (laughs) along the lines of like cremation and I'm pretty nice oh, okay. I'm in box or something Yeah,
0: we're thinking of trouble that's right that's right yeah, only the best Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, in all seriousness though I, I do think that cremation is probably one of the better options for a lot of people in sure. those situations and speaking of cost I think that can be upwards of like $250 or something like that plus you know, you've got to have something to put it in, and mm-hmm. then where do you put it? And it's it's just all those things, all those decisions. We never really want to think about what happens, mm-hmm. just like with ourselves or our loved ones. We don't want to think about what mm-hmm. happens, but it's a um, it's a reality for our furry friends too.
0: It is, and, and you know, hopefully, I mean, most cases, your pet will pass before you, and that's so. I mean, it is like you said, we don't like to think about it. Similar when we talk about life insurance for us and. It, it, we're all, the pet's going to die. We're going to die. So we do have to plan for that. And I know it's it's morbid. It may sound morbid, but it's actually, you're being, you know, you're being a good steward with your money and you're leaving a positive legacy when you do think about that. It's not being a bad thing. It's like, hey, you probably will have to deal with it. You have to have a plan in place, have that money set aside so that you're able to do what you're supposed to do.
2: Yeah. And also just thinking on the other side, if you leave before your pets and you always see... I hate to see it when you go to the pet store and they have the adoption. There's like an 18-year-old cat that's there. And you can just imagine where they came from and no one was Mm -hmm. there to care for it. And if there's no plan or you don't plan ahead, that maybe your pet will end up in that situation.
1: That's such a good point. Mm -hmm. It always breaks my heart, like on Facebook, when you see someone who's like trying to get an old dog or an old cat in a new home because their previous owner went to the nursing home or passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Like a Sarah McLaughlin
2: commercial. Uh, the worst. It is. I've I've spent the last um, decade or so living in cities and being around people who maybe were mobile and changing careers and things like that. And I've seen it too many times where someone had a, you know, job opportunity they couldn't miss, for example, and their pet couldn't come with them because of where they were gonna live or how they're gonna move. And it's it's unfortunate that people aren't planning ahead. So it's something to always think about, like where could my life change me, you know, how could it change, where could I go? And now I have Josie of Boston Terrier. Like, what does that mean for my options in the future? To really think about those things before you invest the time and the money into uh, adopting. And I think you just summed it up perfectly.
0: That's all we're kind of saying. is like when it comes to having pets, like any, like when you're having children, whatever, you're adding to your family. It's not just about, oh, they're so cute and this week is so great. It's like, okay, 10 years down the road, you know, and how Mm -hmm. life will change. You just can't pick up and go and do what you want right now because you have some pets that you're responsible for. So I think it's just one of those things that just keep in mind the costs that are associated with the certain pets.
1: Absolutely. So whether you own cats or dogs or maybe a rabbit or a bird, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Catch us next time as we run with the Bulls.
0: Run with the Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro and hosted by Danny Kofke and Whitney Queen. Learn more by visiting mentorogroup.com.